What's going on, guys? Before we get into this special edition of the Fistful of Cash podcast that highlights all of the March Madness action you're about to come across this upcoming week, I want to remind you guys, if you are looking to get in on the action, if you are looking to set up a new book, or if you already have one and you're looking to get some additional play and some additional promo elsewhere, go to skybook.ag uh, or betphoenix.ag. We've partnered up with them. Uh, they've got this great program where you can pick your promotional uh, bonus, so it can either be a hundred percent match or two hundred percent match. You know, there's all kinds of different stuff going on there. So go over to skybook.ag or betphoenix.ag, and the promo code is fistful of cash, just like the the podcast name, fistful of cash. Uh, put that in, and you'll be able to get your uh, your promotional bonus. Outside of that, enjoy the episode, and uh, make sure you have a pen, paper, and a bracket handy because we're going over every single game between play in to national championship. Thanks, guys. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas, by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, this is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. What is going on, guys? You are tuning in a special edition of the Fistful of Cash podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dale Living, in here with the co-hostess that used to be of the mostest, but now he's of the partially most this, this. Ah, he's back all the same. Anyway, Soup, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing. You know, took some time off, uh, had school, and most importantly, was prepping for the next 63 games. Um, I have logged the most ridiculous amount of hours watching college basketball over the past month and a half. And uh, I'm ready, man. I just, this is my favorite time of year. Um, for those of you who enjoy March Madness as much as I do, man, I just know that this weekend is going to be amazing. And then I pray for you next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, when there's no games, because it is literally the worst three days of work anybody can ever imagine. It's the, it's the biggest hangover ever. Yeah, it's not my favorite, that's for sure. Um, I'm already having a hard time with work as it is, finding motivation to go. And then this time of year, it, it couldn't be uh, – my motivation level couldn't be any lower than what it is. So I got the bracket pulled up. I figure, you know, I, we sort of loosely gone over what we want to accomplish here. Uh, but this is the most wonderful time of the year as far as you and I are concerned. And I figure, you know, let's just start breaking down some stuff that, uh, you know, uh, that people are going to have questions about. So, you know, I guess first and foremost, uh, we can just go region by region if you want to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, if we, if you want to go, we can go game by game. Um, I, I know obviously like the one sixteen matchups, you know, shout out to the golden retrievers, but, uh, we are not going to see another UMBC upset this year um no the spreads will be interesting i think the regardless who wins that 16 seed play-in game with duke i think you're probably going to see the biggest spread ever uh in a in a march madness game um depending who it is i think that maybe the underdog could cover but we can go over that later 
Uh, but yeah, they're they're sixteen over one. Yeah, that was uh you know good on them last year for doing that, but that's not happening again this year. So if you want to skip those games, we can. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, all right, I'm, let's do this. I'm going to pick some games in the bracket that I think have a chance to be upsets or ones that have me a little worried, and we'll go from there. So we'll start. We'll skip, we'll skip Duke, uh, and let's go VCU, UCF. VCU obviously struggling late in the season. UCF sort of been slow, steady, and consistent. The tortoise that continues to win the race, and they got that absolute circus uh, performer of a of a big man. I, th- I think UCF might have this game in the back just based upon what we've seen at the end of the season out of VCU. What are you thinking? So I'm the opposite, actually. Uh, I like VCU in this game. Um, UCF, there's no secret. Their offense runs through Taco Fall. They right. like to feed him in the post. He's seven foot six. You can't blame him. And they like to drive to the basket and draw fouls. Uh, VCU is a very they, – they control the, the, the pace of the game. Um, I think they're number two in the nation as far as against two-point field goal percentages. Um, so that's not number two in the in the A10. That's number two in the nation. Um, and that's what UCF thrives on is playing inside out and drawing fouls. Um, VCU's getting one of their best players back, probably their best on-ball defender. Um so I think Marcus Evans makes a difference in this game. It's a one-point spread, so you know it's a toss-up. It's an eight-nine game, um, but I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna side right now with VCU, pending the Marcus Evans um, return. If he's not yeah. back, then I, then I like I like UCF. Everything I've read has said it's a pain tolerance issue. If he can tolerate playing, uh, he's gonna play. Um, so all right. We'll- Let's go our next with our with our first five twelve matchup, Mississippi State and Liberty. I don't see this being the five twelve upset this year. I think Mississippi no, State's got no. this. I do too. Um, normally, when you think SEC, you think football, but this year the SEC has been extremely strong, and Mississippi State's played a lot of tough teams, played a lot of good basketball, and uh, yeah, I mean, Liberty's good. They're not. I think it's a seven-point line. I think Mississippi State wins. Can Liberty keep it within seven? It's March Madness. We're going to see a lot of close games. It's a 12-5 matchup. The the, the committee looks for stuff like this. Um, so Liberty maybe keeps it within seven, but Mississippi State wins the game, that's for sure. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. Um, I don't think the live stream just went down. Dang it. No, no we're good. Oh, like completely for you too? Yeah, it went down for me too. Oh. That's all right. We'll get it fixed up while we're talking about this. But yeah, I, I so I think Mississippi State's going to win this game. I think they're going to win it going away. Um, four, the 413 matchup, Virginia, Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Am I crazy in thinking St. Louis here? No, you're not. St. Louis played great ball at the end of the year. Um, Virginia Tech should. Uh, should be getting back one of their best players. Um, I know they struggled. I don't want to say struggled in the uh, ACC tournament, um, but that Florida State game, it was just like they they never got the lead until the final two minutes. They finally got the lead, and then Florida State won off of absolute two prayers. 
uh, a three with 1.8 seconds left. And then man hit a fadeaway Steph Curry, like ridiculous 16 footer to win the game. But uh, I like Kerry Blackshear. I like his size. And if Justin Robinson comes back, I think he is the difference maker. He's the best player on their team, depending how healthy he is. I like Virginia Tech, um, but that's a big if. Yeah. So uh, the spread's coming in at nine and a half. I like I like St. Louis plus the nine and a half on that, but I like Virginia Tech to win the game. So similar to the Mississippi State game, um, I think it's within single digits. So, uh, yeah, All right. I'll say I'll say Virginia Virginia Tech outright, but St. Louis right now my leans at the plus nine and a half. Okay, okay, I like St. Louis in this game. I actually on on our bracket I put St. Louis getting the win. Um, so let's let's do this. Let's. Um, I'm just gonna end the live stream because I'm not. Uh, I'm just gonna end it right now. We'll, we'll we'll try to figure out the live stream issues later on. It's having some sort of issue yeah. right now, so we'll keep the episode moving along here. Without it, it Instagram right. itself has been an issue, man. Yes, yeah. social media, Facebook, well, everything went down. It, it's just a hot mess right now. Yeah, that's all right. We'll keep going right right here with how we normally do it. Um, Maryland versus Belmont, uh, or well, I'm just assuming that's that's a foregone conclusion. I'm thinking Belmont's gonna win, but um. So yes. let's do this. Belmont Temple. Are you thinking Belmont wins this or no? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the Belmont. Okay, all right. So Maryland Belmont. I think this is going to be about the only game that Maryland has a chance of winning in this tournament. And even then, I think Belmont's going to give them give them hell. What do you think? So I, I'm actually the opposite. I think this will be. This will be a tougher game for Maryland than if they win in the first round and get to the round of 32. I like if if they if they're able to beat the winner of Belmont Temple, I like them against the winner of LSU Yale. Um, Temple's tough. It really it, it does. It really depends. If Temple beats Belmont, I think Temple might beat Maryland. Yeah, but. If it if it's Belmont, I think Maryland wins, and I actually I'm actually I haven't completed my bracket, yet, but I'm actually considering taking Maryland to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, you know that'll will segue into the LSU game. I'm not a believer in LSU. Neither am I. By no means, I'm not. I, it's they rely completely on Nas Reed, and if you can get Nas Reed into foul trouble, granted, there's not a big man in the game with a better pull up jumper trailing three than Nas Reed. If you can get him into foul trouble and they have to play through Waters and uh, through uh, who's their point guard with the LeBron James hairline. I'm drawing a blank. Javon, <laughs> whatever. He was just he was supposed to be suspended, but he's not. Plus LSU without their head coach. Um, that's going to be tough. That's going to be so tough. You saw how it affected them against Florida. Barely squeaked out a win against Florida. Or the, no, I'm sorry. They lost Florida. They hit the the game winner. Um, yeah. So I, if Maryland wins the first round, I like them in the second round. But yeah, and I like. I think LSU beats Yale in the next round. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be competitive. But I do like LSU. So no upsets for me yet, really. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's hard for me when it comes to Maryland because I try not to just automatically push them and, and sort right. of create these these instances where I think some sort of magic's going to happen. Although, you know as well as I did, I made a play at the end of last season that they would, they would win the national championship this year. So looking forward to cashing that ticket. Um, yeah, especially in the region with Duke and Michigan State. you got good chances. <laughs> All right. Louisville, <laughs> can, Minnesota. Can we touch on that yeah, Real quick, I just want to touch on that. How does Michigan State go 28-6, and six, win the Big Ten regular season, and then win the Big Ten conference tournament, beat Michigan three times throughout the year, yet get the lowest two seed and get stuck in a region with Duke yeah. when Michigan gets Gonzaga? Right. How does that work? I'm with you. Tom Izzo has to be absolutely livid. The guy's 1-11 in his career against Duke. You know that's in the back of his mind already, thinking if we get to the Elite Eight, I have to beat, you know, what I have to beat Coach K. And you've only done it once in your tenure at Michigan State. Right. It, they got absolutely robbed. It's it's a joke that them in Michigan should be switched. I don't know if the committee got confused, but to beat the same team three times in the year, win your conference tournament and win your regular season tournament and get the worst two seed. That that's shenanigans to me. Absolute yeah. shenanigans. No, you're absolutely right. All right. Start rifling through some of these here. Louisville, Minnesota. I got I, I like Louisville in this game. I really think yeah. that I think that uh just pedigree of program, man. They're just gonna beat up on Minnesota. Um Yep. And that's a low spread. Louisville's minus four and a half. Yeah. I expect that to go up closer to six, six and a half by tip off. Um, I like Louisville to cover the spread and win the game. Michigan State obviously going to run through Bradley. Um, all right, get out of this into the this region and the next region of first round games. Gonzaga obviously going to win. All right, Syracuse Baylor. Now, I have lost a ton of money betting against Bayheim in March. Can Syracuse put together another magical run here? Because I'm I've... feeling like they can. I like, I guess, I really like Syracuse against this Baylor team. Um, Bayheim's got a lot going on in his life right now. And I like the team rallying behind him. That zone defense come March is a different beast, especially for like a Big 12 team coming in, trying to play against that zone defense. That's something they haven't seen all year. And it's going to fluster a lot of inexperienced players. So I like Syracuse in that first round matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All right, five twelve matchup, and I this is probably game of the tournament, baby. I think it's the I'm with you. It is the game of the tournament, Marquette Murray State, and I've got this being the first twelve uh, five twelve upset. Upset. I like Murray State. So I'm really torn here. Um, I've bet a lot on Marquette this year. I am a huge Marcus Howard fan. Yeah, uh, it's hard not to be. The kid shoots from anywhere on the court, averages twenty five a game, but he's going up against, the, you know, probably the second most prolific scorer in the tournament in Ja Morant. Yeah, uh, this kid's a freak. You know, loyal. Um, Murray State was his first offer. He got offered from bigger schools, and he stuck with Murray State. Good on him. He's probably going to go number two in the draft behind Zion. This game. It's going to be a Marcus Howard versus John Morant show. Marquette has stumbled at the end of the season, but I personally, 
I like Marquette in this game just because they have the Hauser twins. I think they have more options to get points than Murray State does, but I do think it's going to be a hell of a basketball game. It's without question the game I'm looking forward to the most in the first round. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, all right, Florida State, Vermont. I think there no surprise here. Florida State going to be yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I think Florida State wins, but I think Vermont might be able to keep it close. Yeah. Um, they stroke. Uh, they've got some good shooters. Um, it'll be a fun game, but yeah, I just Florida State was really playing well at the end of the year. Um, they finally put everything together, and I think they I think they keep it rolling. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Buffalo versus the winner of St. John's Arizona State. I think Buffalo wins this. Yep. Regardless um, of who wins, I think I'm that, a big, big Buffalo fan. Yeah, man, do they can they get out and run? Goodness oh, gracious, and their depth's unbelievable. Yep. Um, yeah, they, they've got five guys on the court who can score twenty points. So I'm a, I'm yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Buffalo fan. Um, Arizona State's got Torn Dorn, um, and Remy Martin, probably the best name in college basketball. Um, Pretty close. <laughs> But St. John's is no joke. That Arizona State-St. John's game will be a good game. But uh, like you said, regardless of the winner, I'm taking Buffalo. Um, pretty chalk so far. But yeah, it's the, the other side of the the other side of the bracket has a uh, has some more interesting matchups. But yeah, yeah. I'm Buffalo in this one. Yeah, Texas Tech, Northern Kentucky, uh, Texas Tech easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another, uh, probably the last interesting game on this side: Nevada, Florida. I still like Nevada. Yes. Um, I think Florida. Florida being a 10 seed's a joke. Yeah. Um, I don't personally, I don't think Florida deserves to be in the tournament. They're basing it solely off their run in the SEC tournament with the game winner over uh over LSU and then keeping it close. Um oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Hit they even play in the next game. Oh, Auburn, keeping it close with Auburn. But Auburn wasn't hitting threes, and Auburn shoots about 35 threes a game. Once they started hitting their threes, uh, they pulled away. Questionable call at the end of the game with the no foul. Yeah. But regardless, I don't think Florida deserves to be here. Um, I like the Martin Twins. I think they do enough to get it done. Them as a seven seed, that's a scary matchup for Michigan in the second round because uh, Nevada really fell off at the end of the year. I think they're more like a four or five seed. Um, but, yeah, so Nevada over Florida in that game. And Michigan over Montana, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Michigan. All yeah. right. Bring it over. Virginia's going to butcher Gardner-Webb. Yep. And then Mississippi-Oklahoma. So Ole Miss taking on Oklahoma. I I this is a, an, I, I don't know if it's the 8-9 thing or what. I like Oklahoma in this game. Yeah, it's it's a toss-up for me. Oklahoma definitely can play. Um, I like Ole Miss. They put together a decent run at the end of the year. Um, I mean, a decent run against the spread, I should say. Uh, They lost five of their last seven games, I'm pretty sure. But the Sooners have lost eight or nine of their last 12. Um, Ole Miss's offense versus Oklahoma's defense. This will be interesting. Uh, I'll go with you. I'll say Oklahoma in this because I really don't have – a for sure pick. So yeah, I'll go Oklahoma. These are one of these, these, these are the games that frustrate me the most because it's almost inconsequential who mm-hmm. wins because neither right. one of them are going to beat Virginia. So yep. 
you know, I hate missing points on this, but I also sort of don't care if I miss the point on it because I know that Virginia is going to win the next game or should rather. And then I've got, you know, if I can at least make it to the sweet 16 with everybody or, you know, 12 or 13 teams, I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, so Wisconsin, Oregon, uh, five twelve upset again, Oregon, over yes. Wisconsin. Absolutely. I don't think um, Wisconsin has a prayer in this game, to be honest with you. As I mean, for those of you that were in the live stream when it started, I've got my Oregon Ducks hoodie on. I love Peyton Pritchard, their point guard. I love Kenny Wooten, the best rim protector in college basketball. The kid absolutely erases everything that goes up. And Ethan Happ's going to throw up some absolute garbage. And Kenny Wooten might send it seven rows deep yeah. every time it goes up. I, w- I Honestly – if there's a prop out there on Kenny Wooten blocks in this game, if it's it's probably going to be like three and a half, I would take it upwards of four and a half. I really think that he has five blocks in this game. Uh, in the Washington game, I think he had three on one possession. The kid, the kid's unbelievable as far as protecting the rim. I like that. This is my first twelve-five upset. I like Oregon in this game. I'm with you. All right, Kansas State versus UC Irvine. Kansas State staying, making it to the round of thirty-two. No, sir. No, I knew you. I knew you had a thirteen four in here. That's why I yep. paused on this because I knew it was coming. Yep, UC Irvine thirty and four. I get they play in the Big West, but they're playing Kansas State without Dean Wade, and Dean Wade's one of those stretch fours who their offense completely runs through. Um, they're still up in the air if he's going to play, but as of Selection Sunday, his foot was still in a boot. So without Dean Wade, UC Irvine wins this game. They're a five and a half point dog. <laughs> I'm taking UC Irvine money line. All right. Uh, I like them to win this game. All right. Villanova St. Mary's. Any 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 magic left from St. Mary's, or is Villanova going to continue dancing towards a possible repeat? See, I've seen a lot of talk about St. Mary's, but I think that's a lot to do with that one game against Gonzaga. Right. Let's not forget Gonzaga beat them by 46 earlier on in the 48. year. Or 48. I'm sorry, 48. So – I don't think Gonzaga gave a damn about the Gonzaga Invitational Championship. No. I mean, they were looking forward to the tournament. You know, they're looking ahead. They legit – I know Gonzaga went to the championship and played North Carolina a couple years back, but this Gonzaga team is legit. They beat Duke. Um, You know, Ryu Hachimura is a beast. They were looking ahead. I like Nova. I like Eric Paschal. I like Phil Booth. I think they've got a solid team. I'm taking Villanova over St. Mary's. Okay. Let's see. Purdue, Old Dominion. Yeah, Purdue. Carson Edwards will probably score 40. Yeah. All right. Another interesting one, but I I feel like we're both on the same page here based on how how Iowa finished the season. But Cincinnati, Iowa. I think Cincinnati runs away with this. Yeah. Cincinnati's playing great ball, and Iowa look like hell. Yep. Um, I like Cincinnati to keep rolling. I think they're one of the more underrated seven seeds. Uh, so, yeah, I like Cincinnati over Iowa. Uh, Tennessee, poor yeah. Colgate. Poor, yeah. poor Colgate. Admiral Schofield's going to go off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> North Carolina, Iona, obviously yeah. North Carolina. Okay. Utah State, Washington. I like Utah State. Yep. I uh, was not impressed with Washington no. at the end of the year. No. no they, look, they look like dirt in the Pac-12 tournament. Certainly did. So. And the Pac-12 is not good. They looked tired. So, they looked yeah. really tired. They didn't want – it just – it appeared like they just – like mentally the season was done for them, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, 
which is a tough spot to be because if you're them, you know that you're pro- you, you know for certain you're, you're you're going dancing, and then, but when you have no energy and team morale seems is low like it seemed to be, knowing full well, you know, yeah, we're going dancing, but we really don't have a shot at being a national champion, and, you know, they're just probably just ready for off season, so, they just looked uninspired. Uh, Auburn, New Mexico State. Uh, Auburn's playing well end of the year. I like Auburn. I do too. I like this New Mexico State team. They're tough. Um, I, I'm i taking Auburn, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if New Mexico State pulled this game out. Um, but Auburn's ranked first in the nation in steals, fifth in the nation in blocks. They shoot more threes than anybody in the nation. They shoot 44% from three. At That ranks seventh in the nation. If Bryce Brown and Jared Harper are on, Auburn can beat anybody in the country. But if one of those guys is off, Auburn's an easy out. Right. So, but the people are saying, oh, they're going to have a hangover after the four-day stretch in the SEC tournament. I don't think so. Auburn carries himself with a different kind of swag. I think this is going to elevate their game. I like them over New Mexico State. Kansas Northwestern. Kansas rolling. Yeah. I think this game will be closer than it should be, but I like Kansas. I, I do too. I think Northeastern probably keeps it within 10. Um, Kansas just, for all the talent they have, they just didn't look impressive at all this year. No. They didn't have a single game where I was like, oh, damn, there's Kansas. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was no rock chalk happening this year. No. Um, Iowa State, Ohio State. Iowa State here for me. Yep, this is my six seed, darling. I can see Ohio, I can see Iowa State making a run. That offense is high powered. They're playing well at the right time. Uh, I I like Iowa State in this game. They're going to need every bit of that offense because I think Houston is about to dispatch Georgia State, and then we're looking at two super, uh, you know, specialist level teams going head to head. So I, I'm excited for that matchup more so than just about any other uh, round of 32 game. Oh, Iowa State and Houston. I do. I do want to throw one name out there. Um, I do think Houston wins this game. I like Corey Davis Jr. I like what Houston's got going. But the point guard for Georgia State, Demarcus Simmons, I think he's a top five point guard in the country. He's he the, he's unbelievable, man. The, the kid can ball, and I think that he might give Corey Davis a cup a little some fits. Um, as far as defending him on the three-point line, because that's where Corey Davis lives. Yeah. I mean, he's a three-point specialist. So I think Houston's got more players. I think they have the ability to have well-balanced scoring. But I just for you guys out there that haven't seen Georgia State play yet, keep your eye on DeMarcus Simmons. But Houston, yes. All right. Haven't won any game. Wofford, Seton Hall. My right. second – the second game I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. Um. Wofford's got the best three-point shooter in the history of college basketball. He's gonna he passed JJ last week. He needs three to set the record. Um, and Seton Hall's got Miles Powell. So my my one buddy calls him Mini LeBron because the kid does everything. Um, he's a force to be reckoned with at the point guard position. This uh, is tough because Wofford's got a bunch of guys that shoot forty percent from three. Yeah. They shoot ninety percent from the line, but. Damn, is it hard to go against 
The, the Big East was so competitive this year. Yes. So competitive, the man. Big East days of old, I'm, and I enjoyed yeah, so it very much. I, so I, I can't sleep on Seton Hall because they played a bunch of tough teams. They had to play Marquette and St. John's and Villanova. Um, I'm, I like Wofford in this game, man. I, I do. Uh, I'm, mm, you know what? I'm going to go with Wofford. I will. All right. I'm going to ride because they've – They've played North Carolina competitively. They, yeah, I'm going with Wofford. All right, Kentucky, Abilene, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's look at let's look at this round of 32. A couple games that are going to be interesting uh, based upon you know our mutual picks. You already agree with the the Maryland probably LSU or Yale play. Um, and yeah, then, I like the Terps. Yeah. And how about Mississippi State, St. Louis. What do you think? Mm, I'm personally, I'm going to have Virginia Tech in the Sweet 16. But if St. Louis c- continues to roll and gets past Virginia Tech, oh, I right. like Virginia Tech here. My fault. But, no, I, I, I think the winner of Virginia Tech, St. Louis, goes to the Sweet 16. I don't think Mississippi State gets past around a 32, regardless who they play. If it's VT or if it's St. Louis, I, I think Mississippi State loses. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm just... Obviously, Duke advances past VCU right, or right. UCF. All right, so let's do this: Gonzaga, Syracuse. Because that's thinking, a tough game. Yeah, I I personally have Syracuse winning this game. Yeah, um, I just that zone just does something to teams, and um, you know, I'm trying not to read too much into the St. Mary's loss, but I really feel like if that if that team shows up, um you know, come game night against Syracuse, it, Syracuse is just going to run them out of the building. So uh, I don't know what, I mean, what are your thoughts here? Um, I, I'm, I, I think it's a close game. I'm, I hope this is the matchup. I hope Syracuse gets past Baylor because I want to see how Killian Tilly from Gonzaga does against the zone. He's a three point sniper at six foot 10. Um, I want to see if Josh Perkins can penetrate it and get Hachimura involved. Um, I'd take Gonzaga on a slight edge because I do I, – I, I like this Gonzaga team. I think they're deep. Um, I think they can outscore anybody in the country when they got it going. So I would probably go Gonzaga, but I – come the spread, I'd probably say it's probably going to be like a six- or seven-point spread. Right. I would probably take Syracuse getting the points because I think it'll be close. All right. Nevada, Michigan. Uh, this game is going to be – Oh, equally close, I believe. Um, but I think Michigan's going to edge it out. I do too. The Brez Dacus is a beast. Yeah. And that kid has a different type of arrogance that I've never seen an international player have. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Michigan. They've got the experience. They were there last year. They returned a ton of guys. Uh, pretty much they're only, listen, they're only missing Mo Wagner, but they got Teske inside. So I like Michigan to to advance past Nevada. Um, Buffalo, Texas, that, back real quick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a game. I like Buffalo. That is, that's the game of the second round. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. I, it's, Sweet 16, so. it's a toss. It's honestly a toss up. I don't have a single three seed making it to the Sweet 16. I do have Buffalo as well. I have all three seeds out in the first weekend. Oof. So. All right. Virginia, Oklahoma. Wow. Well, Either the winner of Oklahoma, Mississippi. So Virginia, obviously, we said rolls yeah. through them. Yes, sir. Um, that's going to bring us to a twelve thirteen matchup. Mm-hmm. 
Oregon or UC Irvine. And I think, uh, I think Oregon, uh, takes that in a, in a battle of, uh, high seated teams. Yeah. So if I'm picking this game, I'm going Oregon. Um, but one thing to think about guys, when you're filling out your bracket, I like UC Irvine against Kansas state more than I like Oregon versus Wisconsin. So if I'm taking Oregon and UC Irvine both to win, I'm probably going to take UC Irvine to beat Oregon because I think it's a less likely chance that I lose a Sweet 16 team on the opening day. But that's just for the bracket. As far as picking the game, I do. I think Oregon would beat UC Irvine. But as far as positioning myself to win at the end, I would go. I'd probably take UC Irvine just for the points factor. Yeah, it's good. It's a good strategy because um, sometimes you know a bracket will come down if you're just, you know, it'll come down to points more than mm-hmm. who's got who, who has who left. I mean, you know, there's nothing worse than having a great looking bracket, but losing on points. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you this is in our bracket. If Duke, North Carolina, or like Tennessee doesn't win at all. I don't know if somebody's going to have the national champion, right? Right. So it's going to come down to points. Cause I I'm pretty sure those are going to be the three favorites. There might be a Kentucky sprinkled in there. I don't think anybody's going to ride UVA. No. Um, I just I I can't stand Kyle Guy and Tony. I just don't like that team. But that's a personal preference. Um, next game, Villanova Purdue. Like I said, I don't have a three seed advancing, so I got Villanova over Purdue. Yeah, I got the same thing. Cincinnati Tennessee. Uh, this is a rivalry game as far as location goes. So, um, I like the Vols. Really. Yeah, I'm a big Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, Jordan Bone fan. Okay. Um, I I had a preseason bet for the Vols to win the ship, so I'm hoping they just get there and then I can hedge it because I got them at 25 to one. So <laughs> uh, that's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm a big Vols fan. All so. right. UNC Utah State North Carolina rolling. Yes, sir. And the winner of the Auburn New Mexico State versus Kansas. I like Auburn. I think they're gonna. I think they'll shoot Kansas out of the gym. We shall see. We shall see. I actually have, I have Kansas in that game, but yeah, we'll see. They've I, got the talent. Whether yeah. or not they can play as a team is the big question. Right. I just so. I just keep waiting for Kansas to show up and be Kansas. Mm-hmm. So yep. if they can do it come tournament time, I mean, there's no point in not riding them out till they face North Carolina. So, boy, would it be awesome if they put on a run to the Final Four? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would just set the world on fire, man. Nobody would expect it. All right, Iowa State, Houston. We sort of we sort of uh, hinted at this already. Um, I have Houston advancing. It's a it's a close game for me. Iowa State's playing great ball. Houston slipped in the championship against Cincinnati, um, but I do like Houston in this game. I just think they have too many weapons, and I, even regardless, they're in a small conference. I still think they're a very talented team, top to bottom. They're deep too. Uh-huh. Yep. All right, Wofford, Kentucky. Wofford pulling out some magic here and upset in Calipari. Nah, I'm PJ Washington. PJ Washington keeps rolling as a national player of the year candidate behind the actual player of the year in Zion. Um, but yeah, I, I like Kentucky in this game. All right, Sweet 16, Duke versus. Oh, well, you got Virginia Tech. You brought them out all the yeah. way. So Duke, Virginia Tech, hypothetically. Duke. Yeah. I think it's Duke versus anybody, really. Uh, yep. All right. Maryland. We'll, we'll just go tentatively Maryland against Michigan State, and I like Michigan State because Michigan State yep. punishes Maryland whenever they play. Yep. Sparty it is. Yep. All right. Uh, the winner of Syracuse and Gonzaga. 
versus probably what's going to end up being Florida State. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, regardless if it's Marquette, Murray State, Florida State, Vermont, I like the winner of Q's Gonzaga to go. I've got Gonzaga going. Um, I think the top, I think the top eight minus Michigan, I think the top seven teams in the bracket this year are like on a different level than the other, you know, whatever, yeah. 57 teams. Right. So if, if, if you have ones and twos in your elite eight, I can't blame you. Cause I think they're that much better than everybody else. Yeah. Buffalo, Michigan. I, Buffalo. I have, yeah. Buffalo winning this year. Yes, sir. Buffalo going to I'm, elite eight. I'm riding with Carruthers, man. I love this team. I'm t- I just, there's something about them. All right. I, I really like, they, they score so many points. It's so much fun to watch them play. Virginia versus Oregon. UVA. UVA. I got that as well. Nova versus Tennessee. Vols. Oh, see, I took Nova here. I think that the championship culture mentality and experience is going to push them over the edge here. I think Tennessee, uh, you know, at, at some point, uh, what's his face? Rick Smart's going to Rick Smart. So. Yeah. I just. I, yeah. And you got, you have GQJ. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, it's gonna. I, like I said, I just there's something about the way that Tennessee plays. I love Schofield and Grant Williams, the ability to step out and hit the three, but also take it inside and absolutely dominate your big man. And Jordan Bones, one of the best point guards in the nation. Um, so I, I like I like Tennessee in that game, but I could see Villanova advancing. North Carolina, Kansas. If Kansas, North Carolina. Yeah, say if Kansas isn't playing like Kansas at this point, it's North Carolina easily. And then sure. Houston, Kentucky. Kentucky. I got Kentucky as well. All right, so that's going to bring Elite Eights to Duke and Michigan State. Cool. Duke. Yeah. Unfortunately, like I said earlier in the show, man, Tom Izzo's 1-11 against Duke. Yep. And then, like, it's his kryptonite. So you had Gonzaga advancing, correct? So mm-hmm. hypothetically, Gonzaga, Buffalo. Yeah. Would I be crazy to take Buffalo to the Final Four? You, you would, so. Oh, goodness. Am I, am I really going to take all ones and twos? Give me Gonzaga. All right. Oh, okay. Gonzaga, yeah. Okay. I, think that, I don't think they have a tough road. I think they have – I think they got the bracket that Duke should have got. But Well, they got to get through Syracuse first. And yes. Syracuse, you know, that's, that's really – Let's put if Baylor beats Syracuse, just go ahead and you know, gosh. chalk Gonzaga to the Elite Eight. <laughs> chalk to the Elite Eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, Virginia Villanova or Virginia Tennessee. I like. I personally like. No, I, I'm taking Tennessee over Virginia. If it's Virginia Nova, I might side Villanova as well. I. It's it's a personal bias. I don't like Virginia. Yeah. There's something about them. I. And I know it has a lot to do with Kyle Guy used to have, you know, his man bun that he had. I can't stand that kid. Um, I don't like the way – I don't like the style of basketball they play. They're boring. Right. I, I, I'm taking Tennessee, Villanova. Whoever comes out of the bottom, give, them, give me them over, Virginia. All right, North Carolina, Kentucky. This game. Oh, boy. Mm. I got I got North Carolina. Yeah, I just think they have more weapons. Yeah. 
Cam Johnson, rest in peace, Pitt. Can't believe you let that kid transfer. It's wild. Kobe White, Luke May, Tyler Hansborough 2.0. Yeah, UNC. So I got three ones and a two seed. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. Duke Gonzaga. Duke. All right. And then who uh, who was the three you brought over? I brought Tennessee over over Virginia. That's a, okay, two, yeah, or that's a two, yeah. So but I'm prob I'm going with probably the most popular national championship matchup, Duke North Carolina. Duke, Duke North Carolina, I got the same thing. All right, what's so we'll wrap this thing up. What's your uh what's your final score? I think I think Duke wins the game seventy eight to seventy. Dude, I have seventy eight to seventy two down on our bracket. Yeah. <laughs> I just That's so funny. It's just, it's Zion's year, man. He's yeah. they ha- he has to win it. Yeah, I, I I was at the beginning of the season. I was a firm believer, and I said it after the Gonzaga game. I said it ten games into the season. R.J. Barrett was a better player than Zion Williamson, and I was wrong. Zion Williamson is hands down the best player in college basketball. He puts more effort into defensive plays than anybody in college basketball. He dominates in the post. He's got a mid-range pull-up. The kid's a freak of nature. He has to win it. He has to. Yeah, for the legend of Zion to be complete, he has to win. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I. I don't see any other way. Like they, they're they're road just the 16 seed, and then VCU, Virginia Tech, who they already beat without Zion, and then Michigan State, who never beats them. The rematch against Gonzaga, that'll be, you know, revenge blood after Gonzaga beat him in the Maui Invitational. Right. And then they can square up with North Carolina and finish the season two and two against each other. I, I like their path. I think they have a very good path. Um, yeah, Duke over North Carolina. I got the same thing. All right, man. Well, that does it, dude. <sighs> First one back after you, after your extended absence. How's it feel to get one yes. under your belt? Good. It feels really good. Um I just want to say, guys, follow us on social media. There's going to be a lot of picks posted. Um, I took a half day Thursday and a half day Friday from work. So I will be home on the couch with my iPad, my laptop, my TV, and my phone all running different games at the same time. There's going to be a lot of live action plays. Um, Yeah, social media is going to be popping on Thursday and Friday. So get there for the picks. Oddly enough, I'm feeling a little feverish. So we'll see. Yes. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> All right, guys, that does it. Special edition March Madness. Uh, and we'll also be back for the Friday episode as well. We'll try to have the live stream hiccups uh, figured out by then uh, in the interim. Have a, have a good week. Good luck filling out brackets. And uh, follow us on social media if you don't already do so. That's all I got, Soup. Yeah, guys, um, it was an honor to be back. This is my one shining moment. Um, <laughs> and it feels good to say it, as always. Clear eyes, full fist, can't lose. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.